Welcome to the story behind the story. This is the podcast that doesn't just tell you the new story because you already know the mainstream story. See the headlines everywhere. This podcast, we took the time to go underneath the headline. We sort through the clutter and confusion of complex and controversial topics and give you only the relevant and necessary details. This is part two of the gender wage gap portion of this podcast, the story behind the story. In this podcast, we will find out if women also discriminate against other women. Find out the answer to that in the story behind the gender wage gap part two. for this podcast is Kiva. They are a different kind of charity organization. They're actually a microloan organization, so they go out and they find individuals in developing countries who need money, who need investments in their small businesses and their small ventures. Um, what they do is they connect to those people with individuals like you and I. So you log on, uh, you just invest um, whatever amount you want, $25, $50, this money goes towards their greater goal of like $500 or maybe $1,000 to invest in some animals in their farm or their store, some inventory. Um, I invested in a, a couple blacksmith shops in Iraq uh, just to get some new equipment for them um, to help them out. What they do is they these people pay these loans back over time. Kiva has a 98%, over 98% repayment rate. Uh, these people, it's pretty cool. Uh, check it out. It's a different way of lending money. Typically, after they pay that money back, it goes into my Kiva account. I just keep lending that out to people, keep continue using that those same funds for microloans. Um, keeps that money flowing different kind of way, rather than just giving the money away and never seeing it again. Of course, you can learn more at kiva.org. Welcome back to part two of this podcast, covering the gender wage gap. Um, Introduced some terms in the last podcast, gender stereotyping, descriptive stereotyping, I call this social stereotyping. Uh, That's the story behind the story of the gender wage gap that I'm covering today. It's not highly talked about, but it is some of the most interesting, it's the most interesting narrative that I've found that helps explain some of this. Um, what they wanted to cover here is I'm not found a study on what I'm about to say, but it would be interesting study to follow uh, to see if someone could explain, you know, do women pay other women less than their male counterparts? Uh, perhaps do managers take that opportunity to discriminate against men? You know, do women managers, ex- do they pay men less? Um, these are some, you know, just rhetorical questions. Uh, they could lead into something, some other study, if someone wants to do that. You know, despite these implications of those questions, nothing I've read on this whole matter seems to imply any of this wage disparity is any kind of battle of the sexes. That's that's not what's going on, as far as I've seen. That's why I find this whole explanation intriguing. Uh, the social stereotyping. Uh, this gender stereotyping. It's not that necessarily that someone is um, hurting another person. Um, 
what I find interesting is the ones that suggest that uh, even women, you know, uh, discriminate against other women in the workplace in subtle, uh, subconscious ways. So my own personal reflection suggests that there are many types of stereotypes that seem to fit in work positions that reflect the personality or other traits, you know, more over their experience. I'm sure everyone has seen someone advance in a position that we thought they were actually incapable of. You know, we've seen an advance for some other reason outside their actual experience or qualifications. You know, that happens for more than just, you know, there are more differences in these people than just their gender. Um, so that's what that's what I'm really trying to, to tune in here and to see if, if there's any kind of narrative or more to look at the studies that actually suggest these things. There was one uh, study by uh, the psychology department at New York University that suggests that actually both men and women in these decision-making roles actually penalize even successful women. Now, one of the takeaways from this is social this social stereotyping or gender stereotyping. It proves how much we just can't really prove the cause of gender discrimination. Um, this gets into the play on words, but depending on the semantics used, what I'm saying is if, if gender pay disparity is due in part to subconscious stereotyping, it really can't be proved on a case-by-case -case basis. It can only really be observed on a general, you know, widespread study. What I mean is, if you were to take any one particular instance of gender discrimination, you may find a dozen other plausible reasons for their disadvantage in that in that workplace. So, you know, if someone wanted to claim discrimination due to their gender, um, you know, what 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 else about them is going on? Is what I'm saying. Um, and that what else? Those what else factors that could also be exhibited in in men. So, another study mentioned um, was where they set up this this experiment where a job opening uh, with a uh, with education faculty was available. So, student resumes were sent in with identical qualifications and gender really being the only major distinction. Um, so, in this experience, in this experiment, men were usually selected over the women. Quote, male applicants were rated as significantly, significantly more competent and hireable than the identical female applicant. In this study, we also find you know, discrimination projected by both genders. Uh, genders. Quote, male and female faculty were equally likely to exhibit bias against the female student. So even though I willingly use the term discrimination in this podcast, I wish we could kind of steer away from that word a little bit because historically, you know, discrimination has involved some kind of action that was explicit, right? It insinuates a person was being burdened or victimized, punished, or being treated lesser as a human being. Okay, discrimination was used almost synonymously with hate, right? You're, you're depriving somebody of opportunity. Um, you're hurting this person. You don't like this person. Um, this could very well fit into the definition of what is discriminatory, uh, but the 
the studies discussed above suggest that it isn't about hating. It's not about hating gender. It's not about depriving them, selecting one because they don't like the other, you know, um, but rather treating the gender in their, you know, perceived proper social place. That that may be wrong, uh, but that's not the intent of what these human beings were doing, both men and women. Um, you know, we could have a philosophical discussion as to what is, you know, right or wrong, but we could probably all come to agreement that discrimination is wrong, you know, whatever that is. This type of discrimination found in the studies, though, what I'm saying is this type of discrimination is inconsistent with common historical examples of discrimination. The primary difference is being that this newer type of discrimination found in these studies was implicit rather than explicit meaning we're simply putting people in perceived social rules, stereotypes, according to their social benefits, um, according to, you know, what's appropriate, you know, rather than gender hate. Not necessarily out of kindness, but but uh, of what how things are maybe supposed to be, or something, okay? These studies suggest that human beings of both genders discriminate, not because of negative feelings toward the people, but just an improper perception of their puzzle shape that fits into, you know, that better fits into the larger picture in society, um, you know, the larger picture of that puzzle. So what this means is the pay gap is simply an extension of social discrimination. That's why I call it um, social stereotyping. So gender pay disparity is simply a reflection of how human beings place certain stereotypes and social roles based on social perceptions rather than real qualifications, you know, rather than education or intelligence. So, you know, these pay differences may be wrong, but the cause, you know, isn't ill feelings toward the gender. It's simply because of these social expectations. Now, that is certainly wrong, though it's important to consider the reality that men or the women responsible for causing these subtle gender differences in society aren't done so necessarily for the wrong reasons, or better said, for immoral, hateful feelings. Okay, the discrimination we're seeing today isn't so much bad as it's just it's dumb. Okay, it's definitely dumb. We can call it discrimination, but I I hope that. Uh, you know, these studies reveal that it is a very different kind of discrimination. There's still so much we don't know about this. Um, I don't have every explanation here in this little podcast. Uh, and to point out the obvious, gender roles, you know, did have their place historically. You know, we did live in what we call an agricultural age. Typically, men were farmers, women were, you know, homemakers. So, eventually, gender roles would deviate from those roles over time. The surprise, but, but the surprise today, you know, in, in our modern society, in this pay disparity, and oh, that's this overall, you know, gender discrimination issue is just how society hasn't gotten past those really old traditional gender roles. I really would have think that, you know, this, that many decades past that, we would have gotten past this by now. Uh, I do agree. It's, it is very interesting that there is such a role, although um, I do 
I would adamantly claim that this is definitely not explicit um, to anyone that I'm aware of, but again, I'm not really involved in a lot of these people that uh, make those decisions, and maybe if you were to have a conversation with these people in private, they would admit it. I don't know. Although I do find the notion that we subconsciously make these decisions to, um, you know, deprive women of less opportunity due to thinking that's better for them, um, it is an interesting notion. I, I hope to see more studies uh, around this. I hope to see if this is actually something that, uh, that there's actually more to it. You know, these studies that I've talked about today, they're, they're pretty small. Uh, they had some interesting results, although I'd like to see I'd like to see more of this. I'd like to see uh, people take these same kind of studies and see uh, how they can expand on them, um, make them a little larger, and uh, see if we find some uh, interesting results.